Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Success Edge? This is Tyler McCart coming at you, episode 157. Um, wow, okay. It is right now about 7.15 in the morning. And I am just wrapping up my quiet time. And, uh, woo, guys, <laughs> see, see, this is a, this is gonna be a good one uh, here. Uh, I hope it, I'm gonna believe by faith that this is gonna come out uh, well. So we've been talking about faith, and um, man, um, I don't know how else to just uh, but jump right into all this uh, because I want to talk about, you know. Faith from a perspective of money, okay? And this topic has definitely been on my heart for a good little while. You've heard me mention it uh, multiple times in, uh, in the past, you know, four or five episodes that I've been talking about faith. And finally, I feel like this might actually come out uh, good because I've actually tried to record this, you know, two or three times. Just, you know, not everything is like really you know, come together, all right? But we're going to do it this time. So I'm in my bedroom, uh, just pacing back and forth, and I've got several scriptures uh, that I'm going to go over with you guys. So here's, here's the reason why, or here's the problem that I see when it comes to faith and, and regarding to your money. And I'm just going to use me as a personal example. I'm not uh, pointing any fingers at anybody. If the shoe fits, so be it. All right. So, um, growing up, I lived a great. Uh, I had a great lifestyle. Uh, my parents uh, they worked very hard. They had their own business, um, and I didn't lack for a lot of things. You know, uh, my parents taught me to have a good work ethic. They taught me that if I wanted something, to go out there and you know earn enough money. And uh, to be able to go buy it, I remember I bought my first pair of <laughs> uh, Jordan, uh, you know, basketball shoes in the seventh grade. They cost like I think they cost like a hundred and twenty dollars. And back then, that was like you know monumental uh, amount of money. And um, you know, <laughs> I went out and worked for it. I you know cut a lot of grass, washed a lot of cars uh, to be able to earn enough money to be able to you know, get that. And that's what my parents taught me. Um, but I didn't lack for anything. You know, if there were some big needs, you know, my mom and dad, you know, would, uh, you know, pay for those things. Uh, we went on nice trips, you know, and so forth. So I didn't lack for a whole lot of things. So I really didn't have this concept about, you know, money, uh, you know, nor did my parents, you know, and, and this is just the way I was raised, you know, my mom and dad, they didn't have a concept of kingdom finance, um, you know, and how the kingdom of God operates when it comes to finances. They they knew they knew they should tithe and they did tithe, um, yet they had no understanding of why they should tithe, and you know so they couldn't teach me any of that. Uh, they had no concept of sowing and reaping. Uh, they had no concept 
of, you know, given it shall be given to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, men shall give into your bosom. Uh, they had no concept of that. They didn't even know where that scripture was at, uh, which is in Luke 6. No concept of that. And so when I got into the real world of stepping out of college and actually being married and having to pay my own bills and, you know, gaining this, uh, unfortunately, getting this uh, rude awakening of what debt was and what going to a job was all about and, you know, really taking any kind of job that was going to, you know, pay me money so I could, you know, do whatever I wanted to do. <clears throat> um, this is all new to me, okay? This, this is where I was at whenever I stepped out of the, you know, college world. And, you know, if, if this is, you know, sounds like you, then that's cool. I mean, if it doesn't, then just keep listening. I promise I'm going to get to something here in a second. But, you know, for me, um, I, I quickly realized, and here's where the big problem with all this was. I quickly realized that money was dictating to me everything that I was doing in my life. All right? Um, <laughs> whoops. I didn't mean to push that. <laughs> um, that wasn't too funny. But anyway, that's kind of funny, though. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that, you know, money was controlling everything I did, like where I lived, um, you know, the car I drove, you know, what kind of food I ate. Um, you know, when I'd go into a restaurant, I'd sit down and instead of, you know, me reading uh, from left to right, like I do in here in, you know, the, you know, in English, <laughs> I would read from, uh, from the right hand side back to the left hand side. And it was all because the, all the prices of the food were on the right hand side. And, you know, and then I would look back and say, okay, I can have, you know, a hamburger or chicken fingers. Okay. <laughs> because the price was a whole lot better than what I really might want. Um, you know, it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't the car I wanted to drive. It was the car I could, you know, uh, fit in my budget. Okay. And, you know, where was my faith in all this? My faith really was, you know, at that time I was just trusting God that he was going to, you know, you know, help me out. And I, I didn't have any firm foundation during that time whenever I was getting out of school. And, but I, but I, again, whenever I got exposed to some other, you know, people and teaching, I realized that I had it, I, I, I didn't know that money was controlling me that much. Okay. So I began to learn this. I began to see that money was controlling me, that money was dictating to me every single thing in my life. Um, you know, and this was a problem to me, and I needed to elevate my faith level in this area. And the reason why I needed to elevate the, my level of faith, because I, didn't, I wanted to be free. Okay, can I just say that? I wanted my faith to be, you know, in, in the right place. And at that time, I really did, probably didn't know know that I was even doing this, but I wanted my faith to be in the right place so that I could be free financially. I mean, I, I read the books uh, by Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, about becoming financially independent. I read all those things, and yet I was still being kind of controlled by the money or, you know, and even, 
and I don't want to get into that right there that we're, I don't want to go there. But here I was, a 24, 25 year old kid, newly married. We didn't have any kids at the time, but I was just, I was a slave. And I, as I grew in my walk with the Lord during all this time, it's only been up until the last, you know, couple of years maybe, that I finally kind of gained a, a whole lot of understanding regarding the kingdom. Not the worldly side of becoming financially independent, okay? Because the worldly side of becoming financially independent of, you know, um, and, and I'm not speaking against, you know, what he teaches or whatever, but it's just, you know, it gives just maybe a concept of, you know, of whatever, you know, what I, and I, again, it's just me. What I learned from, you know, the books that I was reading of Robert Kiyosaki, okay, of using other people's money, uh, you know, or, you know, you know, there's, there's good debt and there's bad debt, all right? There's, um, you know, the only way to become financially independent is when you have enough money coming in uh, without you having to work for it, okay, which is, is part of the world system. And hey, I know, I, I, I personally, guys, I personally know s- several, okay, I've got them in my cell phone that um, experience that kind of lifestyle. Um, and I know I probably will eventually experience that kind of lifestyle as well, where that, you know, a, a business of my own that I have will continue to produce money with or without me, okay? That is an opportunity in this uh earth that, you know, has been created. But I feel like that it has to start not with, you know, the business that you own or, you know, the the investment that you have that's going to produce that. Where things have to start is in your soulish realm and again, in your spirit man, where things have to begin, okay? Um, you've got to become financially independent, all right? where that you change governments, where you actually step over and put your whole entire confidence, persuasion, your dependence, all right, on God's kingdom. And not based upon your performance, not based upon what you can get done, not based upon your intellect, not based upon your smarts. Because that is where you'll be deceived. The enemy's playground is where that you're confident in what you can do. All right, uh, you know you hear these you know self-proclaimed people. I know that I've maybe even said that if, if it's going to be, it's up to me. Man, that that's um, trust me, guys. Don't don't be confessing that. Don't be saying that. Don't put your faith. Don't put your confidence in anything that you can possibly do. All right. Because it, it will lead you down a, a path of toil, a path of you know, you know, frustration, heartache. It's it's not it's just not for you. And you know, I'm I'm 40, uh, 41 years old uh, as of this recording, and you know, I know that I'm going to continue to learn more and more uh, from all this, and you know, get even greater understanding when it comes to kingdom finance and you know, kingdom mindset as a kingdom citizen of the Most High God, all right? And where my faith, all right, where my confidence, where my uh, belief, 
where my uh, persuasion has to rest when it comes to money. And here's the reason why I'm even saying all this that is so important, okay? Because I didn't know this until I finally read some read things, okay? In Luke chapter 16, Jesus gives an account, a parable about um, a uh, unfaithful or a shrewd or <laughs> a um, interesting character where the, this gentleman, uh, you know, he's he finds out he's getting ready to get basically fired by his uh, his 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 boss, and he goes out and says, "Well, man, I need to you know you know secure some things for myself if I'm going to get fired from my boss. So I'm going to go to different people." You know that my boss owes money. I mean that uh, they owe money to my boss, and who I was supposed to be collecting pe- uh, things from. And I'm gonna, you know, kind of get them on my side. So he goes out and says, "Hey, you know, you d- dude, if you owe two hundred thousand dollars to my boss, you know, cut that in half and let's call it a, a, a done day, and let's let's make it happen right now, right?" And his boss gets wind of this and says, "Hey, man, that's a pretty that's a pretty shrewd. That's a pretty wise, and you know." Uh, thing you just did, all right? And Jesus uses this as an example. Now watch this, okay? Here's here's the reason why that this whole you know money thing has got to get you know uh, fixed in our life, and where your faith has to you know rise up in the kingdom that it is you know that you're putting your uh, faith in. So here it is in Proverbs, uh, excuse me, Luke chapter sixteen, verse ten. It says, "He who is faithful in a very little thing is faithful also in much." And he who is un who is unrighteous in a very little thing is unrighteous also in much. Therefore, here we go. If you have been faithful in the unrighteous wealth, talking about you know uh, the you know money here in this world, okay? Who will entrust the true riches to you? I mean, let me just. Let me just say this right here, okay? I've heard many uh, ministers uh, speak on this, all right? So if if true riches, all right, if the ultimate riches uh, is, you know, uh, having total peace and having total uh, surrender to your Heavenly Father, of uh, being able to live, you know, in uh, the grace and in the you know, uh, righteousness of God, uh, you know, our Father. If these are the r- true riches that are part of the kingdom, all right, he's, he's saying right here that unrighteous wealth, all right, is, is, is a first step, is like the lowest, lowest thing as far as, you know, wealth is concerned, okay, or riches are concerned, okay? Let me, let me read on, let me finish that, okay? And if you have been, um, if you've not been faithful to use that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will dis- he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. All right, so. This just kind of goes to to the root of the matter, okay? This is where Jesus kind of, you know, separates, you know, the men from the boys, um, the the dividing line of really whose allegiance do you really adhere to? Yeah, wow, this is really good, actually, what I'm saying right now. 
whose allegiance and where you actually, from, from what he just said just a second ago of, you know, if you can't even be trusted with unrighteous wealth, how can you be trusted with true riches, right? True riches. So, you know, unrighteous wealth is kind of God's first testing ground to see who's, who you're going to believe, <laughs> Who are you going to trust? <laughs> right? Okay. And this is why it's so important. This is why I, I, I went back and just shared with you guys this is a problem that I had where that everything that I was doing was based upon a dollar bill. And this is why I had to change who I was and change my mindset to get into a wealth mentality, an abundance mentality of a more than enough mentality of, you know, my God supplies all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus, of, you know, being able to help myself you know, understand that, hey, if, if, if it's not expensive to God, then why should it be expensive to me, right? I mean, you know, so many people put so much value on, say, an expensive car where that you're way more valuable than that stupid hunk of metal, all right? I mean, people sit there and, you know, sit there and go, you know, they might look at like a Bentley Continental GT, okay, which is a car that's worth, I mean, I saw one yesterday riding down the road. They, they look at that and go, man, that's an expensive car. You know, why would I want to have anything like that? You know, that's, that's just, and they're elevating, they're, they're, they're elevating a car above, you know, or putting a tremendous value on something that is just a hunk of metal. It's nothing. It's just a material item that does have a price tag on it, but it, you're, the car you're driving right now has a price tag on it. You know, it, it's, it's irrelevant. It's not even a, 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 a drop in the bucket to um, our Heavenly Father. I mean, I know of, um, you know, a minister of the gospel that I listen to a lot that's believing, you know, for him to have a, I think it's a $54 million jet. And people come out of the woodwork and go, wow, that's too expensive. That's way, you, you know, and the only reason they're saying that is because <laughs> they value their money. They value money more than they value themselves, or they value money more than they value their relationship with their Heavenly Father. They put a bigger, you know, value on money. It, that's just a tool. That jet is just a tool, all right? I mean, where's your allegiance? Where, where's, where's it at? I mean, I, I go to, because um, even in Matthew chapter 6, verse 19, I mean, he, he says, do not store up treasures on earth uh, where moth and rust may destroy, where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, okay? Where neither moth nor rust may destroy, where uh, thieves cannot do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart is also. So, you know, again, that dividing line of who's, where's your faith at? Is it in the God of this kingdom that we live in as a kingdom citizen? Or is it in... What you can do in this earth curse system of being able to gather up money. I mean, you've heard me talk about, you know, God gave Adam, you know, provision. He, excuse me, he gave him a fellowship first. He gave him uh, a, an assignment and then provision. And in that order, and then because of what happened with Adam, they flipped the script to where Adam had to go out and get his own provision. He had to find his own assignment and he lost a fellowship with his heavenly father. Well, Jesus restored all that, praise God. So now all of a sudden you can actually just have fellowship and God's going to give you an assignment and God's going to supply you 
to be able to fulfill that assignment. Man, that is just good stuff what I just said right there. I hope you heard that, guys. That God, if you fellowship, if you put that priority, I mean, going, let me read down right here where it says, you know, in Matthew uh, 6, um, you know, but if you seek the kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing things, all these things shall be added to you. Your assignment will be added to you. Your, um, your, your, the provision that you need to fulfill your assignment is going to, you know, uh, be fulfilled to you. All right. You don't have to focus on money, guys. You can change kingdoms. You can put your allegiance. You can put your faith now in, in what God has already done for you. And you can now access that whenever you have a need. All right. So let me just help you out with this. So if you have a need, all right, you have a need, you go before your Heavenly Father, say, Heavenly Father, I've got this need. What do you mean to do? I, I probably, just from my experience, what he's going to tell you is he's going to say, hey, I need you to do this, possibly go sow a seed or, you know, go do something over here, all right, in order for God to get involved with what you're doing so he can fulfill that need for you. And it's always going to come back, pressed down, shaken together, running over, all right? It's always going to come back in abundance because the kingdom is all about abundance, all right? And, you know, gang, I had to hit this kind of hard right here with you guys because your, uh, your walk of faith cannot be dictated by money, all right? And I, I'm, 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 I'm now living proof of this. I, I'm finally, you know, I've renewed my mind enough to, to help you with this. I mean, I can tell you that the kingdom will meet all your needs. The kingdom, you know, should be your source. All right. I, I say this all the time. Me and a buddy of mine that um, I just got in talking to yesterday, you know, he and I used to always say, this, God signs my paycheck, baby. <laughs> God signs my paycheck. You know, so your, your faith in the kingdom, okay, is the, is the, is in regards to money. Can I, let me bring this to a close. Your faith in the kingdom of God, when it comes to provision, all right, provision has to, has to be in the kingdom. Your faith in regards to money, about how you acquire money or how things come to you, has to be in the kingdom, all right? And then you have to have faith in order to access getting that money that you need to be translated to, you know, reality. And I don't have time to go into that right now, but I wanted to hit this right here. I felt really strongly from the Holy Spirit that... You have a decision to make today. That decision to, that you have to make today is, are you going to continue being a slave to money or are you going to be a servant or are you going to choose God's way of doing things, God's kingdom of doing things? And guess what? You might not totally understand everything that I've just said right now, but I promise you, if you, if you start venturing out and start, you know, um, you know, doing more research or more homework and more meditation upon the Word of God and also start listening to other people that are actually living this way, 
I promise you guys that you'll be live a life of abundance, live a life of um, prosperity, live a life of more than enough, of being able to be blessed to be a blessing, of being able to do exactly what uh, God says that um, a um, heir of Abraham uh, would do. What did, what did God promise Abraham? Great question. Glad you asked. I'm going to look it up real quick because I feel led to do this. But in Genesis chapter 12, okay, and I'm going to read this in the Amplified uh, Classic right here. Here's what here's the first promise, because if if you're if you're if you've been born again, all right, you believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, then you are a child of Abraham. Okay, so you're engrafted into that family. Okay, so what what's the very first thing that God promised Abraham? Watch this. Okay, it says this right here, and I will make you a great nation, guys. You're going to be a great nation, and I will bless you with abundant increase of favor. Favors, excuse me, favors, and I will make your name famous and distinguished, and you will be a blessing, dispensing good to others, and I will bless those who bless you, who confer prosperity and, and happiness upon you, and curse him who curses, curses or uses insolent language towards you. You will, in, excuse me. In you, man, this is so good. In you will all families and kindred uh, kindred of the earth be blessed, and by you they will bless themselves. And you can tie that to uh, Galatians three eight, right there in the in in the New Testament, right there. Um, go look up Galatians three eight. You know, SEC, please hear me, okay? Please hear me. Make the switch. Put put your faith. Take. Take your confidence and start to, you know, pivot. The very first thing that you could do is make sure you're tithing, okay? The whole gross of any kind of income that comes into your house. Make sure you're giving that 10%, the full 10% to the Lord. That's the very first thing that you can do to be able to show your faith in action. Because what is faith? Faith is belief in action, okay? You have to believe first. Correct, but you need to have some action behind that. That's very clear about what you need to do. All right, but gang, I promise you, <laughs> switching over to the kingdom and being fully kingdom-minded and you know uh, God-minded is only going to lead to abundance, a provision for you to fulfill your assignment. You'll have more than enough uh, to be able to to fill, fulfill your assignment. And you'll be able to be a blessing to other people. That's ultimately what God wants. And that's how we'll see more and more people um, come to know, uh, you know, our Heavenly Father because He's a good, good God. And on top of that, you know, He'll be a, they'll be attracted to how you operate, how you're not stressed out about money. Trust me, there is a lot, a lot, a lot of people. Why is Interstate 85, where I live here in Georgia, at 6:30 in the morning? bumper to bumper, you know, Monday through uh, Friday. Well, I mean, it's like a, the Red Sea, if, you, if you've ever seen it. It's totally like the Red Sea. And I'm telling you guys, let's switch kingdoms, okay? Let's put our faith, our confidence, our persuasion, our, our full devotion, all right, our walk of faith, let's get it over into the kingdom. And you're going to have to go out and research more of this and learn more about this. You're going to have to read some books, like I had to read books to be able to get my mind renewed enough to be able to operate in this. 
All right? It's not going to happen overnight for you because you've been programmed, unfortunately, uh, by the world to be in a survival mindset. And you've got to get out of that survival mindset. So, SEC, uh, I'm done with this one. This was a good one, okay? I was, whew, man, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but hey, let me give you this opportunity, guys. If you want to partner uh, with us here at the Success Edge, um, you can go to patreon.com um, backslash Tyler McCart. And, you know, if you feel led to partner up with us um, and sewing uh, into what we're doing here, I'd be more than happy to welcome you aboard. All right. So know that you're blessed, highly favored, empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys. And gang, we'll catch you on the other side.